Welcome to the Access Health Radio Show this week with Dr. Brian Forrest. And Dr. Forrest, you have a special guest you'll be introducing soon. If people want more information about today's show or they want to find out information about your practice, where can they find it? If listeners want to send general, non-emergent questions and possibly have their question answered on the show, they can go to our website at accesshealthradio.com. They can also send an email directly to accesshealthradio at gmail.com with their contact information. Uh, make sure you include that so we can thank you for the questions you send us. And if you'd like information about our medical practice in Apex, North Carolina, you can go to acchealth.com. That's A-C-C-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. Or you can call 919-363-0190. This week on Access Health Radio, we're pleased again to have audio prostologist Victoria Bratan back again from Down East Hearing Care Associates. And Victoria, what will you be discussing today? Well, hello. We're happy that Access Health Radio is here in our office today. Um, I actually have my office assistant here, which she's our team leader, and she is responsible to make sure our appointments are scheduled in a timely manner for our patients and that our patients are seeing the proper specialist. Now, her name is Christina. Well, welcome to Access Health Radio, Christina. Hi, how are you guys? We're great. Now, tell me, when people call, what are the typical type of questions that uh, you're asked? Do you make hearing test appointments or do you guys help with ringing? My ears feel stopped up. Do you guys help with that? It, the questions are limitless. So you do sort of a pre-screening because it could be a medical condition or there could be just a hearing loss. That is correct. We do uh, do the pre-screenings for our specialists. And whenever they come in to see our specialists, if they if it is a medical condition, then we always do a referral out. Typically, are people totally prepared to come see you? Is there, there are there certain things they need to have at the first appointment? Well, when they come in, we always ask they bring a loved one because there is voice discrimination testing that we recommend at some appointments, depending on the patient. And then a list of medications and, and your insurance just to see if we can get you um, covered for any services that are rendered to you. Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of that, because uh, some people have flex spending, is, uh, is flex spending come in to cover some of the costs for things that wouldn't be covered? Oh, yes, sir, definitely. We have quite a few patients that use their flex spend. Um, that's an extra little income that they receive on a card, if you, if you know where I'm coming from, mm-hmm. right? Most people don't know that. Um, but that flex plan is going to allow the patient to be able to use that extra money towards maybe cleaning of their ears, service of their product, uh, maybe even testing for that individual. The medical insurance, what, would, that, would that cover certain things and some not? Well, some insurance companies will cover a percentage that may be 30%, 70%, or 100%. But a lot of insurance companies are actually referring their patients over to another third party that may provide them discounting on hearing instruments. And I do a lot of different programs. I do several different programs that are third party because I want to look out for the best interest of the patient. And it's not always, you know... Is it the cheaper hearing aid? It's what is the better hearing aid for that patient and make sure that it's cost efficient for them. Mm-hmm. Now, some of these are more costly than others. Are, are there any type of payment plans that you have that uh, people can use? We have many different kind of payment plans. And just like Victoria said, we try to te- 
to handle each patient individually. So some people's income, uh, their type of hearing loss, uh, what kind of hearing aid they would prefer. We try to take all of that into account. And once we know that, then we can get them on the appropriate payment plan. You are tuned here to Access Health Radio this week. We're actually in the Nightdale office, uh, Downey's Hearing Care Associates and Hearing Aid Urgent Care at 3009 Village Park Drive, Nightdale, where we are today, and 1356 Bevendue Plaza in Rocky Mount around the web at Downey's Hearing Care Dot com. Thank you so much, Christina. Uh, Victoria Batane, audio postologist, is, is with us, and this is Access Health Radio. And welcome back to Access Health Radio. Today, we are in an actual office of Downey's Hearing Care Associates at 3009 Village Park Drive. We are with audioprostologist Victoria Patain and also Christina, who uh, is in contact with a lot of uh, patients. And I guess they're, they're surprised about some of the things that you can do with this office because of the independent nature that you're set up in. Yes. Um, unlike big corporate companies, um, we are privately owned. So that means we have more time with our patients. We care more. Uh, we can um, take care of their needs in a, a very timely manner. And, and we just care. You know, one thing that uh, came up in past uh, shows is the fact that some people purchase hearing instruments and they're not tune particularly well may not be performing to their best capability. Do you get calls like that? Yes, we do get a lot of those. You know, either they didn't take time to take care of the adjustments and things that they needed, and they got tired of the hearing aids and wearing them and having the problems. So they wanted to reach out to someone new. So they came to us and we take the time to listen and make sure that they are happy before they leave. So that that really sets you apart in, in a lot of ways. You're dealing with technology that may have a lot more capability. Yes, sir, that's correct. Um, but I do want to back up and say something here. We have a lot of patients that come to us that have hearing instruments from somewhere else. They've been traveling. They might have been living in Florida, and now they're living here. They Maybe they were in Minneapolis, now they're living here. And now they're looking for somebody that knows what they're doing. So in our opinion, we're not going to put a patient off because they have a hearing aid from someone else. We're going to figure out how can we make that product work for that individual. Now, if we find that this patient was not... Uh, updated recently or the patient's hearing needs to be updated based on the impairment, then we'll go in, we'll do an assessment, we'll look at what type of product they're wearing, what are they used to, what are their capabilities, do they have any dexterity issues, can they see well, and then we start looking at what's going to be the better product for that patient on an overall. And when you talk about better product, I mean, when you're, you're searching a whole catalog that most people don't have, oh, yes, sir. It, it must be difficult to, to put it down to two or three items. With us being a private practice, being family owned, we can put our hands on just about everything and anything out there. We don't want to limit ourselves to one product because then it ties our hands from being able to take care of the patient. So like I said before, we look at the overall picture with the patient's lifestyle, what is their needs, what are their capabilities, and then we start picking out what's the best for that patient. Now when it comes to technology, we have it. We have the artificial technology, artificial intelligent technology. We have instruments that communicate with 
with each other. We have Bluetooth technology. So patients keep their hands free. So we look at what can we do to make that person's weakness better because I can't give them back what God gave them. Yeah, and because you have so many things to choose from, you actually, let me ask you this, because uh, when we were talked about artificial intelligence, that that can actually be something that could benefit some of this traveling to Europe this year. Yes, we do have instruments that translate certain languages, and that's amazing. (laughs) Not only that, uh, it also monitors uh, health and uh, fitness. Yes, sir. Overall health, wellness. Um, If the patient's heart stops, that instrument knows. If the patient passes out, that that instrument knows. If the patient falls, the the instrument knows. So if there's any issues where it's actually going to be a health problem for that individual, then the instrument's going to contact three people that it's been assigned to. And once that information has been received from one one of those three people or all of those three people, that product will communicate communicate back with the patient that contact has been made with someone outside of their home or outside of their environment. And it's nice that the product can track based, and it's a, of course, it's actually set up to its phone too, mm-hmm. so that they can track where the person's location is. So if they're at home, it's going to show the location of where they are. If they're out shopping, it's going to show the location where they are. If they're sitting at a stoplight in their car, it's going to show the location of where they are. Amazing. Uh, What are some of the other things that people wouldn't think the Downey's Hearing Care can do for for people? We can adjust and program almost any hearing aids. And some people are really surprised about that. Uh, Why is that? Because there's so many companies out there that are exclusive to one product. So when they go to the facility and they're fitted, this company says, well, we're the only ones that can program this for you, or we're the only one that can service this for you, or we're the only one that can repair that for you. Well, in some cases, that's true, but not all cases are that way. So we want to make sure that patients understand if you're not happy where you're going, and you definitely want to give your specialist a chance to make things right if you're being fitted there. But if you're not comfortable with the fitting, you're not comfortable with what you're hearing, if you need help, then we want to make sure you get that help. So that's our main concern is make you know that you don't have to go back where you were, even though we prefer you to because that's where you got your product from. But if you want that help, we'll help you. It's kind of like if you bought a Mercedes, that's fine. You bring it to a Mercedes person, but you could do Toyotas, you could do Fords, you could do everything. Yes, sir. That is correct. That is correct. <laughs> if you get the analogy. Yeah, cars. <laughs> and I know those. All right. Well, we've got uh, more to cover here uh, at our uh, visit here to Downey's Hearing Care Associates in Nightdale. Access Health Radio is at uh, Downey's Hearing Care Associates and Hearing Aid Urgent Care today at 3009 Village Park Drive in Nightdale. Also, you have the original office, I guess, right? 1356 Bevenue Plaza in Rocky Mount. You can search them on the web at downeyshearingcare.com. Victoria Patain, the audio prostologist for Downey's Hearing Care Associates, with us again this week with Access Health Radio. This is Access Health Radio, News Radio 680 WPTF.
And welcome back here to Access Health Radio. Today, we are in the actual office of Downey's Hearing Care Associates and Hearing Aid Urgent Care in Nightdale. And we are with audioprostologist Victoria Batan and also Christina, who's the first person that comes in contact with the customers. It may happen with a phone call and maybe somebody saying, you know, it says, I don't know if... If uh, my mother has uh, dementia or she needs a hearing aid, uh, is that common? That is very common, and usually it is the either a caretaker or a family member calling in. That's one of the common common questions that we get asked. I want to rule out if my mama can't hear or my dad, or if it's something else that I might need to have them tested for. Well, one thing you answered is third party. Normally, it's the family member, friend, someone else is noticing that there's actually an issue and they're wanting to have that person checked. So when they come into the office and Christina will make the phone, make the phone conversation with them, verify and validate and assess exactly what they need, and then make sure there's an appropriate time set for that individual so that I can do the work that I need to do. So the things that we look at is, you know, what are the common grounds between un, unaided hearing loss and also some Someone who has Alzheimer's. You know, untreated can resemble an Alzheimer's type patient situation. So we look at it as an untreated hearing loss is isolating and confusing. And it also for some warning signs of Alzheimer's disease. So we encourage patients to come in, let's test you, let's make sure this is not an Alzheimer's issue, which we do not diagnose, but we can tell you if it's a hearing impairment that's causing that problem. If the person has auditory deprivation, then they're going to start replying back to you in a different way. So I'm give you an example and some things here that we have in between untreated hearing loss and Alzheimer's disease. One is depression, anxiety, and feeling of isolation. Well, a person has Alzheimer's feels the same way. They're depressed, anxiety, and disoriented. You know, so that's very similar. So how do you know if it's a hearing impairment or if it's actually an Alzheimer's disease? The other, the other thing is reducing communication uh, ability on a daily basis. Is it harder to communicate with this person? If you're telling them, please go put your pants on so we can go to church, and they're hearing fans on, you know, that's two different things. They're questioning, what are you talking about? You know, and with a person who has Alzheimer's, they're actually reducing language comprehension. You know, they're, they're really not paying attention. They can't really comprehend what you're trying to tell them. So they're very similar. Another is, you know, their memory. How's that person's memory? When the person's hearing impaired, they may not even pay attention to you. They actually have been put blinders on. So when you're dealing with an Alzheimer's patient, they just don't understand what you're saying because their memory's not allowing them to, to hold on to what information that you're giving them. And the other is also inappropriate statements. You know, when a person's hearing impaired and you have auditory deprivation and you say, come on, honey, you know, put those pants on and you're saying the fan's on. Okay, well, there's a situation happening there. Um, the other is the, the patient has Alzheimer's. They're going to tell you something different than what you're trying to communicate with them. So it can make it difficult. The number one thing is denial. When a person is hearing impaired, they're going to be denying that they have this problem. So a lot of times it's the third party, the husband, the wife, the sister, the child, the grandchild that cares about what's going on. Same thing with the Alzheimer's patient. They might be telling you a story. They might be telling you something totally different than what's actually going on. So instead of it being a misinterpretation and thinking, oh, well, maybe they just have Alzheimer's or they just have a hearing impairment, have the hearing checked. 
Hearing will help you a long way. I've had patients have Alzheimer's and, and, the, and the family members trying to communicate with them and can't get their clothes on them, can't get them to the, go to the bathroom because they're not hearing. So if you put the hearing in the ears, get them back understanding, even though they have Alzheimer's or they have dementia, it makes it easier easier to get them to do what you need them to do from moment to moment instead of having to repeat yourself several times to get them to do one activity you know and it causes frustration yeah well i i know i know a lot of patients that come in that they're frustrated they're they have all kinds of emotions so you see the before and after tell me about that Yes, so we have some people coming in mad. Some are just sad. And, you know, in some of the ones that haven't heard in a long time, they do look very isolated. But after they come in for their evaluation and we finish the hearing process and they are hearing again, we do see almost 100% turnaround in their characters. And, you know, we have them cry they're super super happy the family is is just over the moon sounds like you get a lot of hugs around here (laughs) oh yes we do a lot of cakes and a lot of pies and a lot of jewelry you name it they spoil us especially around christmas time (laughs) but it really can change somebody's personality it can yes sir and she was saying earlier these people do a 180 they're going in one direction and go totally in the opposite direction because now they're doing much better. They're not having to continue with the same issues over and over again. I've had a man come in here, first time I've ever seen a man cry, literally in person seen a man cry. And it wasn't that he was upset, it was because he was happy. He goes home with his product and comes back and comes crying. His telling is the best thing he'd ever done. He wished he had done it sooner. It, doesn't, it has a lot to do with that individual. What's going to motivate them? To actually say, take ownership and say, hey, I'm not going to be in denial anymore. I'm going to go ahead and take care of this issue and do better. Well, thanks a lot for having us today. The one thing that uh, I have noticed is just the care that you feel when you walk in here. Thank you so much, uh, Victoria Bretan, uh, audioprostologist for Downey's Hearing Care Associates, and also Christina. Uh, they have uh, two offices, by the way, 3009 Village Park Drive in Nightdale and 1356 Bevedu Plaza in Rocky Mount on the web at downeasthearingcare.com. And you can email uh, at hearing at Did Yahoo. you know that sports and electrolyte Thank you so much. actually were invented as part of uh, athletic trainers finding that pickle juice would prevent cramps in football players? That's why originally some of those beverages were sort of a fluorescent green. They were basically made to look like the sweetened pickle juice they were modeled after. So I actually sometimes recommend a dill pickle before bed to people who have leg cramps at night and have found that a lot of those people, it really cuts down on the cramps significantly. So think of a pickle as a delayed release salt and water delivery device. Oh, a pickle a day keeps the doctor away. Who knew? <laughs> okay. Go. What are our main points to take away from uh, the show today, Doc? First, water is about the cheapest and safest drug you can use and to keep you healthy. So don't underestimate how much better it can make you feel. Remember, we are 70% water. Second, remember the formula is about half your weight in ounces. And if you find yourself not feeling good or lightheaded with low energy, especially during hot weather, one of the first things you should do is try to get some fluids on board. That might even save you a trip to the hospital or emergency room. And remember that sports drinks in most people aren't necessarily needed unless you're sick or you're really sweating over an hour per day. And lastly, remember not to overdo it. Too much of anything can be harmful. Our scripture this week seemed appropriate and is from John 4, 13 through 14. Jesus answered and said to her, everyone who drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him 
him shall never thirst, but the water that I will give him will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. Thanks for listening to the Access Health Show, and we look forward to joining you again next Sunday at 4 p.m. Until then, God bless your health.